Welcome back to the My Everyday Chaos podcast, a podcast for women looking for God's voice and biblical focus in the face of daily distraction. I'm your host, Alexandra Goldman, and today with me on the podcast, I have my dear friend, Caroline Ramos, joining us. Yay! <laughs> hey, everyone. So, Caroline is joining us all the way from Sao Paulo, Brazil tonight, which is amazing. She is currently serving as a missionary in Brazil, um, but Caroline and I go way back. She actually graduated from the Boston Campus Ministry. She lived in my guest room one yes. once upon a summer. It was good times. <laughs> A&J <Yeah>. expose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she used to take pictures for my for my now defunct blog. Is that a word? I think so. Um, <laughs> it is and now. it was great. It was a good time. And yeah, Caroline is amazing. She has served it as a volunteer minister in Miami, in um, the Spanish ministry of the Boston church. She is a nurse. So she can also, you know, save your life if you need that, like physically. But then now she's also trying to save some spiritual lives. So she's just, she does it all. She's a one woman show, but I'm so excited for her to share some of her wisdom and insights with us, um, especially in the crazy year that she's had moving to a foreign country right before a global pandemic. So it's going to be great. Caroline, I'm going to hand it over to you. Awesome. Thanks so much. I'm so excited to be here and get to chat with you. Uh, I love you so much. And, you know, I respect I you. you so, so much. Uh, Alexandra has taught me so many great things, little nuggets that I still keep. And so I'm so grateful. She now has this podcast for all of you <laughs> to hear all these little wisdom uh, tidbits. Um, but tonight I or today, whenever you're listening to this, <laughs> um, I just wanted uh, to talk a little bit about uh, a heart of missions, a spirit of generosity. Um, because I, I really have come to find that um, it's so much easier to share with people, to invite people, uh, to get to know God, to, to relearn God, uh, when I can share his grace with them. And I think this has been so important for me. I think sometimes when people find out that you're a missionary, it's like, oh, wow, so cool. You get to live in another country. Uh, and that is cool. <laughs> There's a lot that comes along with it. Um, but I, I think what I've found is really the heart of, of what I'm doing here is the heart of, of what I did even when I lived in the state when I lived in my home country, uh, of really just sharing this grace that I've found with people, um, being intentional with people, being willing to share what I have, but also really enjoying what I have with God. Because if I'm not enjoying it, it's hard to share it. And I, I just so you guys know, I used to be very legalistic. <laughs> Alexandra can tell some stories, <laughs> I'm sure, of younger Caroline crying <laughs> uh, for non-grace-filled reasons. <laughs> Um, but I think I've really learned to enjoy what I have with God and be able to share that and not feel like, oh, I'm just doing this out of a sense of duty. I'm not just doing this because I want my life to have significance, but really because I'm enjoying uh, what I have with God. And I'm excited to share that with other people, just like I'm excited to share like a good restaurant or the best fries that I've found here. <laughs> so I, I wanted to start off uh, just reading scripture and it's in Acts 20, uh, verse 24. And it's, uh, it says, however, I consider my life worth nothing to me, if only I may finish the race and complete the task the Lord Jesus has given me, the task of testifying to the gospel of grace. Mm -hmm. uh, and like I said, I just feel like 
this has been um, my new journey. I don't, am I breaking up? Is the internet okay? You're good. Okay, great. I'm <laughs> um, just really testifying to this grace, but before I can testify it, just really understanding it um, in my own life and really uh, getting acquainted with it. You know, there's so many scriptures about grace, especially in the New Testament, and it's really a word that's personified. Grace does things. It has action. Uh, and so that's been a really great uh, journey and study that I feel like I will forever be doing <laughs> for the rest of my life. Um, but yeah. I love that. That is so great. I think this idea of having God's grace and being in touch with that, and then it leading to us sharing it with other people. What a great thought. Cause I think that is so true. And that's something that I have seen you live out from the time you were a college student and, and to see you kind of on the foreign mission field now kind of living out God's grace in your life in a, in this kind of really on the edge way, <laughs> very out of the comfort zone way is, is yeah. so inspiring to me. So when you think about this idea of testifying to God's grace, being generous, you know, with what God's given you, what kind of forged that conviction in you? What do you think has kind of helped you build that Great question. I feel like it's really been my whole life. You know, I think uh, now that I'm older and more self-aware, I think I can look back and see so many times where God's grace just really saved me. You know, I think in high school, uh, becoming a disciple, my my search back then was really for truth. I didn't believe truth existed, and then finding truth and finding forgiveness, like what an added bonus. <laughs> I just wanted like a good standard for my life, but what I received was so much more. And then I think going to college, like Alexander said, I was in nursing school. So it's this intense pressure cooker of blood, sweat, tears, uh, anxiety, adrenaline, uh, lots of late night studying, <laughs> lots of uh, close encounters uh, with lots of different types of people. And I feel like through that, God just showed me so much grace as well. And I think that's when I really saw grace in, in, in everyone's life, not just people who say that they follow God, but being able to see the grace of God working uh, just in everyone's life through different health issues and being with patients through different processes of healing and surgery, but also processes of loss and grieving. Uh, I feel like I really was able to see that. And even in my own life, you know, I, I'm, I'm very open about my struggle with depression and anxiety. And I think I really just got to this breaking point where I felt like I wasn't a good disciple if I wasn't doing my whole checks, checklist of things and just realizing that, that I can't live like that <laughs> and that I have God's grace and that God knows who I am. He made me the way I am, but his grace will still have an impact in my life. And I think through all those different stages, even, you know, graduating college, starting to work, that's crazy. <laughs> Becoming an adult, adulting, as we say now, and, and then moving from Boston back to Miami, just to take care of my mental health and to work on that a bit and take care of myself so I could give more. Uh, and then going through different trials there with family, with friends, relationships, uh, and being able to see God's grace, you know, the, the grace that is his throne that I can approach that. And 
just say everything. <laughs> I can be 100% myself. I can be secure. Uh, and so I think that's kind of where it's come from. Definitely just through my life. It, it unfortunately wasn't an overnight switch of like, oh, grace, uh, or, oh, I read a book and now, <laughs> now I understand grace. <laughs> but I think, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're really experiencing things and realizing that other people experience these things and, and they're looking for answers. And I did find all the answers inside of God's grace and being strong in the grace and not just strong in myself or what I could do on my own accord or with my own strength or whatever gifts God gave me, but really realizing, wow, I can be strong in the grace and I can share that with other people because that's what other people want. Yeah. Oh, I love that. You know, I think that something that kind of occurred to me as you were talking is I think that sometimes when we deal with some of the things that you're talking about, and I've been open about my own struggles with postpartum depression and different things. And I think, and I'm also a guilty soul. And I think sometimes when you, when you deal with those things, those things can totally make you want to hold back from being generous because you feel like I don't really have a lot to give. Like I'm dealing with all of this stuff. Like, I don't know if I can. And so I honestly am trying to figure out, okay, Caroline, so you are kind of going through all this. How did you get to where you are now where you're literally, you know, inconveniencing yourself for the gospel, learning a new language, like pushing yourself in this pretty incredible way, like as someone that deals with with a lot of guilt and has overcome that, how did you get to this point where you're now, you know, where you felt strong enough and ready to, to give in that way? Yeah, no, that's a great question. And I, I really think of it in this way. I think of the concept of breathing in and breathing out. And I feel like when I'm really breathing in God, it's easy to breathe him out (laughs) for Mm -hmm. others. But I also think because those situations pushed me so much to my limit, to my breaking point. I think I realized the only way to continue was really depending on God uh, and, and not doing things as a performance or not doing things because I thought people thought that of me. You know, when I first became a disciple, I really thought I was supposed to be an extrovert. Like that's how I felt. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I just always have to have a smile and be really excited all the time and be giving and make food for people. And then I just got tired (laughs) because Mm -hmm. it wasn't coming from a good place, you know, but then I realized going through all those different things, I could rely on God and pull my, draw my strength from him, you know? And, and I think sometimes we have this concept of like, I I know Ryan spoke about like feeling renewed, you know, and I think sometimes we go to the wrong thing to feel renewed. And, and, and I think I realized I really have to go to God. Like if I'm going to give and enjoy what I have, I need to be going to God and remembering what I have. And there have been so many times, like, I think every time someone has died in my life, there was also a need that like I needed to give or, or I, I could help someone in it in a certain way, you know? And mm. so I think it's, it's really learning to depend on God in that way and not pushing yourself to the limit in an unhealthy way, but really drawing from the scriptures. You mm. know, I, I remember literally mourning a death, like coming home back to Boston after a family member had died and there's someone in my house. And I was like, Oh, <laughs> I just oh want to go. I just want to hide in my room. But I remember talking to that sister and not 
feeling overwhelmed because I was sharing with her everything I was going through Mm. and how even through the difficulties, I had seen the little gifts of God throughout it. And after that conversation, I didn't feel tired. You know, I didn't feel drained. And I was like, wow, thanks, God. (laughs) Because when I walked through this door, (laughs) I really thought tonight was going to have a different ending, you know? But I think when we share from that vulnerable place, when I share about the grace I'm seeing, I don't feel burdened. I don't feel like I have to, you know, tie a little bow on everything and like, yeah, my family member just died, but God is great. He is great, but my family member just died and I'm feeling a lot, you know? So yeah, to answer your question. Oh man, (laughs) Caroline, that's like a, that's a great, I, I love that thought of breathing in God and that lets you breathe out for God. I think that is, that's definitely a nugget that I'm going to be holding on to because I think that is so helpful. And to know, okay, I don't have to be completely put together even in order to be used by God. I don't have to have arrived. I can still be growing in the grace. I can still be dealing with depression and anxiety and used by God, but um, I can, I can breathe in God as long as I'm depending on him and he's my strength. I can do, I can do all things through him who gives me strength. So that's a great thought. Okay. Yeah. So this is a practical question. Oh, no, sorry. Go ahead. So if I could just add really quick talking about that scripture in Philippians four, I'm sad that it's almost overplayed for some people, but Mm -hmm. in the amplified version, that we're equal to everything. And I think I feel that when, when I feel filled up with God, like I'm no longer an ant trying to climb up Mount Everest, but I'm a human just trying to step over an ant pile and like so doable (laughs) with God, but it's just that change of perspective of breathing him in and just breathing him out. Wow. Oh, that's so great. I love that, that idea of perspective. Okay. So I have to ask, given that you are a missionary, I feel like it's just only right that I ask you. So if someone (laughs) is thinking about going on the foreign mission field, what do you think Mm -hmm. that they need to think about or consider, or maybe not even the foreign mission field, just kind of taking a big risk for God, something like that. What, what would your advice, just little missionary plug here? Yeah. I mean, please come (laughs) go anywhere. Um, but also I think it starts just where you are. You know, I, I I knew I wanted to be a missionary for a long time. I wasn't sure if that was what God had for me, but I really just had to focus on where I was (laughs) because for so many years I was in different places that I wasn't planning on staying in, you know? Uh, and I think I I can think a lot of that scripture in Luke nine that talks about, uh, just he who loses his life will, will gain it. And I think really, if you want to be a missionary, that's what you need to do. Unfortunately, for a while, I thought being a missionary was just being noble and giving (laughs) like, yeah, I'm going to live like I'm going to leave like my rich first world life and go serve. But really, it's about losing who I am, even with those thoughts like that I thought were noble or good. <laughs> um, and and I, I, I would just suggest to anyone who's thinking about it, just really ask those in your those who are close to you, like those people in your life, um, what you can grow in and what you can lose. You know, I think a lot of what I needed to work on was my fear. I was so calculated and wise, but almost to the point of being unfaithful at times, like lacking 
in faith. And so I think I had to figure out what my growth work was. It wasn't moving to another country and leaving behind everything, but it was working on my heart. And I think it's different for each of us. Some people it is leaving behind the comforts of our hometown or what's natural to us. Um, but other times it's our heart. Will I trust God enough to take care of me? You know, that was my biggest fear. I, I, just how I thought growing up, not that it was right, not that I had a traumatic childhood, but I think I just always wanted to be in control because I never wanted to be unprepared for something, but then realizing, man, I really need to work on this fear aspect in my heart. I need to be willing to trust God, even when I can't see the next step. Um, So yeah, I guess that's the mini advice I would give if anyone's thinking about being a missionary or, or just wanting to give more where you are. You know, I started leading just a Bible discussion group, like at my college <laughs> and, and I fought to have one there. Cause I was like, there are so many people here. Like, I know someone wants to hear about God. Yes. <laughs> that group is still going strong to this day. No, shout out to Samway, <laughs> Simmons. <laughs> we love Simmons college, but, um, Oh, Caroline. I mean, that's just great life advice. Like to, to figure out, ask people, Hey, what do you think I can grow? And we hate asking that question, but it really does yield good combos. And, um, and that's so true. I think for, I think for many of us, fear is the thing that holds us back. And so figuring out how do I give right now? What a, what a great thought to end on. And, um, well, Caroline, I love you. This has been so helpful. So amazing. Thank you so much for joining us. And um, everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. I'm so glad that we got to listen to Caroline's wisdom. And if this is your first time tuning into the podcast, make sure you subscribe, leave a review if you want to. It helps us find new people that are looking for some spiritual inspiration in their life. And uh, But we will see you back here next week. Have a great week, everyone. Bye.